the final day of the month. Examine yourselves, and only then eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For all who eat and drink without discerning the body, eat and drink judgment against themselves. 1 Corinthians 11, verses 28 through 29. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my thoughts. See if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Psalm 139, verses 23 through 24. Today we engage in end-of-the-month self-evaluation. The passage from 1 Corinthians quoted above has often been misunderstood as a warning against receiving Holy Communion. Paul does this statement after criticizing the Corinthians' practice at the common meal. But his concern is that their malpractice reflected a failure to understand what it is to be a community of faith in which each one cares for and about all the others. Their selfishness while at table created a situation in which the poor, who arrived late after a hard day of work, found that all of the food at the evening meal had already been eaten by the affluent. Paul asserted that this betrayed the fact that the congregation at Corinth did not discern what it means to be the body of Christ. Therefore, profound self-examination was in order. Our communion practices are quite different, but the need for periodic self-evaluation is no less necessary in other areas of our lives. The final day of the month provides a convenient schedule for such examination, found in today's order below. This day can be an occasion for fasting or abstinence for those who have no illnesses that forbids such practices. Fasting may mean foregoing food and drink, except for water and perhaps juices, for part of a day or an entire day. Abstinence may mean being a vegetarian for a day, if ordinarily you are not. Such practices are ways of indicating to God our seriousness about self-discipline. In addition, fasting reveals how much time and attention we normally give to food. The time not used for these activities today can be devoted to prayer and to the kind of extended self-examination suggested below. Finally, fasting enables us to identify with those who are perpetually hungry. Many Christians contribute to the poor the money saved when not eating. Because Sunday perpetually commemorates the resurrection of the Lord, the church is taught that the Lord's Day can never be a fasting day. When Sunday is the closing a day of the month, Saturday or Monday may be used as a fast day instead. It has also been the custom to exclude fasting throughout the entire great 50 days, from Easter Day through the day of Pentecost. Those who cannot or prefer not to fast may find other ways to make this a distinctive day at the close of every month, such as by giving up watching television, or social media, or maybe taking on a task, such as an extra time of Bible reading or or edifying literature. Because no form of self-examination can be devised that fits everyone, you will undoubtedly wish to evaluate yourself in areas not listed below. Therefore, follow this order. Uh, You're encouraged to write um, and reflect and meditate. Um, You'll also find the words uh, to the examination on our Facebook page. Opening prayer. Give me honesty and integrity, O Lord, that I may carefully probe both my actions and my motivations with a view to reforming those that are in need of remedy. Help me to put aside self-deception and defensiveness, and to acknowledge that I am indeed a sinner, yet one who knows the power of grace and covets the joy of transformation. Search me and know my heart, and lead me in the way everlasting, through Christ who died for our sins and rose for our justification. Amen.
Psalm 150. Hallelujah! Praise God in his holy house of worship. Praise him under the open skies. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his magnificent greatness. Praise with a blast on the trumpet. Praise by strumming soft strings. Praise him with castanets and dance. Praise him with banjo and flute. Praise him with cymbals and a big bass drum. Praise him with fiddles and mandolin. Let everything breathing creature praise God. Hallelujah. Self-examination. In the month now ended, to what extent have I identified God's work in my life in making me more compassionate toward the needs of individuals, in giving me resolve to do what I can to remedy the deep ills of society, particularly all forms of abuse and exploitation that demean God's daughters and sons, in giving me greater spiritual discernment while at prayer, particularly in the study of the scriptures? Have I prayed earnestly for peace and given thanks for all who seek to bring it about? How have I worked toward it in my own community, in my own family? To what extent have I worked to preserve and protect the physical world around me by conserving its resources and refraining from those practices which upset its delicate balances of life? To what extent have I, during this past month, participated in the ministries of the congregation to which I belong, or of other religious groups within my community? How have I supported those in sorrow, pain, and confusion, and others who are distraught, those who have suffered from natural disasters? What support have I given to new members in the congregation, particularly to those who at their baptism I promised? together with the whole people of God in this place, to nurture and undergird with prayer? Am I more aware now than before of the extent of the church across the whole earth and of the many problems faced by fellow Christians? Have I been faithful in both the private and public worship of God? In the long range, looking beyond the month just ended, What growth do I see in my walk with God across the years? What threats to committed discipleship have I overcome? What threats still challenge me? What growth in grace do I wish to achieve in the future? Have I remembered to give thanks to God for all progress I see and to seek earnestly from God the power to follow more fully? Prayer for the Close of Self-Examination O God, mercifully forgive the wrong I have done and the good I have neglected to do. But let not your forgiveness be used by me as an excuse to continue in my old ways. Rather, let your kindness alter what I am and do. Restore in me the image of yourself with which you endowed me at creation. Lord, have mercy upon me, a sinner. Christ, have mercy upon me, a penitent. Lord, have mercy upon me and make me whole. Amen. From the prophet Zechariah, chapter 13, verses 1 through 9. In that day, a fountain will be opened for the house of David and for the inhabitants of Jerusalem, for sin and for impurity. 
It will come about in that day, declares the Lord of hosts, that I will cut off the names of the idols from the land, and they will no longer be remembered. And I will also remove the prophets and the unclean spirits from the land. If anyone still prophesies, then his father and mother who gave birth to him will say to him, You shall not live, for you have spoken falsely in the name of the Lord. And his father and mother who gave birth to him will pierce him through when he prophesies. Also it will come about in that day that the prophets will each be ashamed of his vision when he prophesies, and they will not put on a hairy robe in order to deceive. But he will say, I am not a prophet, I am a tiller of the ground, for a man sold me as a slave in my youth. And one will say to him, What are these wounds between your arms? Then he will say, Those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. Awake, O sword, against my shepherd, and against the man my associate, declares the Lord of hosts. Strike the shepherd, that the sheep may be scattered, and I will turn my hand against the little ones. It will come about in all the land, declares the Lord, that two parts in it will be cut off and perish, but the third will be left in it, and I will bring the third part through the fire. Refine them as silver is refined, and test them as gold is tested. They will call on my name, and I will answer them. I will say, They are my people, and they will say, The Lord is my God. From the letter to the Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 15 through 23. For this reason, I too, having heard of the faith of the Lord Jesus, which exists among you, and your love for all the saints, do not cease giving thanks for you, while making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened, so that you will know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches, the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe. These are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might, which he brought about in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion. And every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things in subjection under his feet, and gave him his head over all the things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. From the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 19, verses 11 through 27. While they were listening to these things, Jesus went on to tell a parable, because he was near Jerusalem, and they supposed that the kingdom of God was going to appear immediately. So he said, A nobleman went to a nascent country to receive a kingdom for himself, and then return. And he called ten of his slaves, and gave them ten minas, and said to them, Do business with this until I come back. But his citizens hated him, and sent a delegation after him, saying, We do not want this man to reign over us. When he returned after receiving the kingdom, he ordered that these slaves to whom he had given the money be called to him so that he might know what business they had done. The first appeared, saying, Master, your mina has made ten minas more. And he said to him, Well done, good slave, because you have been faithful in a very little thing. You were able in authority over ten cities. Then the second came, saying, Your mina, master, has made five minas. And he said to him also, And you were to be over five cities. Another came, saying, Master, here is your mina, which I kept put away in a handkerchief, for I was afraid of you, because you are an exacting man. You take up what you did not lay down and reap what you did not sow. He said to him, By your own words I will judge you, you worthless slave. Did you not know that I am an exacting man, taking up what I did not lay down and reaping what I did not sow? 
Then why did you not put my money in the bank? And having come, I would have collected it with interest. Then he said to the bystanders, Take the mina away from him and give it to the one who has the ten minas. And they said to him, Master, he has ten minas already. I tell you that to everyone who has, more shall be given. But for the one who does not have, even what he does have shall be taken away. But these enemies of mine who did not want me to reign over them, bring them here and slay them in my presence. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thursday's Prayer God, your glory calls your people to adoration daily. Guide and inspire all who plan and who will take leadership in the worship of our congregation when again we gather in prayer on the Lord's Day. To musicians, lectors, preachers, and all others, give a full measure of your Holy Spirit, that they may glorify not themselves but you. Prepare my heart and the hearts of all your people to receive their ministries with joy and gratitude to you and extravagant generosity toward others. This we pray through Christ, the risen one. Amen. A prayer by Darren Garfield from the Methodist Handbook of Prayer for 2023. Incarnate God, thank you. In the harvest of times you are here, when we are alone, afraid, or sad, confused, ashamed, or hurt, you are here. You are with us. You are here. You are. For your love is always present, stronger than a mighty wind, yet gentler than a dove. You urge, lead, and protect us. You know, embrace, and nurture us. Searching God, if we turn away or close the door, you will never abandon us. Our past, future, and present are in your keeping. You are nearer than our own beating hearts and closer than our breath. You call us by our name and we rejoice that we are held in your love. Amen. The full version of the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, the wisdom to know the difference, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as the pathway to peace, taking as he did the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. <laughs> 